Alright, Rabbi, so we'll start with the Maisa. Uh, Asha, Lalein is such a terrible, terrible Maisa, this one. We should never know of such a Maisa. It's a terrible Maisa. The Maisa goes like this, Eli. Okay, here's the Maisa. A young couple. They get married, Baruch Hashem. They come to Eretz Yisrael. Beautiful. It's Kavaldik. So far, so good. So far, so good. Okay? And, um... The first Shabbos that they decide... They're going to make a Shabbos at home. Nicely, she's going to cook all the food. It's going to be a beautiful, nice meal. Shabbos suda together. Gavaldik. See, so he says to his wife, my dear wife, you're going to sit down. I'm going to serve the meal. I'm going to serve the meal. I'm going to do what I can. You're going to say, relax. I'm going to serve the meal. So everything's going Gavaldik when it comes to the salmon and the fish, whatever it is. And then he brings, comes up to the soup. So the guy walks in to the dining room with the soup. His wife goes white. He's like, whoa, what, what did I do wrong? I, here I am thinking I'm helping. It looks like I've done something terrible. She says, yes, you brought in the chocolate, not the soup. Now we're stuck. What are we going to eat tomorrow? So now, yeah, no, that, that's the problem. So he wants to know, and I guess it depends on what yeshiva he went to, whether or not he'll be able to answer the shayla. Is he allowed to put back the soup, the chocolate back, and replace it with the soup? That's the shayla. Azar, are you with me on the shayla? Simple shayla. Simple, simple shayla. Negate to today's halacha. And that is the shaylas of Chazor. Rabbi said, today we're going to start, the shaylas of Chazor, that are negayah kemat to most people, every single Shabbos Kodesh. It's negayah, people not only leave things on before Shabbos, not only do nesin and lachatchil, like we spoke about yesterday, which was putting something there for the very first time, heating something up. Here we're talking about replacing food that was on the fire, on the black, whatever it was, on Shabbos. I took it off, and I want to put it back on. My simple Shabbos, right? For example, you had the minig and many people in Kali stores to eat shul on Friday night. Yeah, you had such a thing? People eat shul on Friday night. Right? I said, no, no, that's Kavaldik. That's a Kavaldik Azach. That's Kavaldik. Aleinu. Aleinu is such a maister. So, Kavaldik. Kavaldik. So, um, so the question is again, you take the shul off Friday night, you want to put it back on, what do you do? You take the chicken soup off, you know, to give the kids maybe early, you want to give them some chicken soup early because they want to go to bed, whatever. You want to put it back on for the meal. The shalis you can dream up yourself. These are the, this is the basic idea. That's what we want to discuss. The siyat of the shmaya over here. Lemaisa. The makor of the shayla is be'etzim a gemara. It's a Mishnah in Shabbos Lamedvav. Let me just read to you just one line of the Mishnah. Where the Mishnah says, Lamedvav on the base, Be'shama yoimim. Noitlin avaloi machzirin. You can take but don't return. What does it mean? So Rashi already explains to us what is the problem with taking something that was on the fire. It's fully cooked. It's hot. There's no bishel over here. We're not dealing with bishel. We're talking about something that's fully cooked. We're talking about something, whether it's a liquid or a solid, is irrelevant because it's boiling, boiling hot. I took it off the fire for a moment. I want to replace it and put it back on. There's no shayla of bishel. Zugrashi, you know what the problem is? The problem is, it looks like you're cooking, meaning, meaning, that to the onlooker, or even maybe even to yourself sometimes, if you're taking a, bo- a pot of chicken soup and you're putting it on the fire, obviously with the black, which we'll discuss, or you're putting it on the hot plate, Zugrashi, that looks like a Maisa Bishel. Could be it's not, and we know that it's not because it's fully cooked and it's boiling hot. But it looks like Bishel. Therefore, Zugrashi, the problem with Chazorah is Merci Kamavashel. There is another chat as well. Toysvis has a different Mahalach. 
Taisvah says the reason why Chazorah is problematic is not like Rashi, because it's Mechzikim Avashal. Rather, Zuktaisus, the problem is, what we explained, explained yesterday, and we've been explaining in Hilchashiyah. Zuktaisus, the problem is, which means what, David? That means when I take the chicken soup and I put it on the fire, maybe I want it to be extra, extra hot, to, you know, to real bubble, to cook, to cook up, whatever. So, I'm going to Shemiyachata, right? Which nowadays could be negated to electric things, could be negated to gas stoves, and all these things. Okay, so we have over here two reasons, Zacharia, why? You're not allowed to do Chazor on Shabbos. We will, in a minute, we will talk about, Ben, the nafkamina between the Sfaradim and the Ashkenazim. Big, big nafkaminas be'ez HaShem, which we're going to discuss. Okay, Baruch HaShem, we've got an oilim over here. We've got an oilim over here. This is Gavaldi. Okay, I hear. Fine. But we have Kenai Nahora, a Gansa oilim over here that we can, I'm almost like a 50-50 over here. I'm almost outnumbered. No? Kenai Nahora. All right, so let's go. So the mice are like this. We have two reasons why Chazor is awesome. Number one, like Rashi said, because it looks like you're cooking. And number two, like Toysus told us, is a Shema Yechata. You may come to stoke the coals in that case. Now, if that's true, the Gemara tells us like this. Gemara in Shabbos, Laman Chassam base, where the Gemara says that there are certain conditions that you can do. And if you do those conditions, then it's not a problem. Now, I want to be very, very clear, by the way. We have this many times in Halacha. Right? Many times in Allah, it's awesome, it's awesome, awesome. I'm going to buy if you do this and it's mutter. It's not the pshat, Aaron, that it's a loophole. Chas v'shalom. It's not pshat, we found the loophole. I mean, that's basically the job of every good rabbi is to find a loophole in whatever he can. Right? And then he's, that makes him a good rabbi. The, the greater the loopholes, the, you know, then that, that's the better it is. I told, I told over the mice once, right? I'm sure I said over the mice once, no? I did, I said it over before. At least once, right? Shimon, you know the Maisa, right? I've other Shimon as a Maisa. I'll say it again. Chazor is a Maisa. This is a Gavaldi Gamaisa, this one. I've told it before, but I'm going to say, the minute I'm going to start, I'm going to be like, ah, that one, you know? The kids, the Maisa goes like this. Um, it was, I told it here recently. There was a rabbi in a, in an out of town place, and he got hired, and they're all excited, the community excited with him. They finally, uh, yeah? They finally hired him, they got the right person, it was Gavaldi, they're all excited, he gives great drush, big tabot chochom, amazing person, they are so excited with their new rabbi. One day, he gets a, a letter in the post. He gets a letter in the mail. And he's, and it's, I'm really sorry, but you, your job has been terminated. You've been fired. He couldn't believe it. I'm doing such a great job. They tell me I'm doing a great job. They're all happy with me. I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. I'm doing what I'm hired for. What, what's the pshat? What do they want from me? Why are they firing me? He calls in the main guy, executive director, whatever it is, the treasurer or the president of the shul. He says, what do I do wrong? He says, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you what happened. What happened was that this, normally this is an out of town place. People go to bed here very early. There was a customer in town recently. And people went to bed very, very late. Because of the chasna, they stayed till the end. There was someone very, you know, prominent in the community. You were there yourself, whatever. By the time they came home, it was 2.30 in the morning. Most people have never seen that hour of the day. 2.30 in the morning, they came back. It was like a big bus, whatever it was. And they, go, they went past the rabbi's house. They went past the rabbi's house. And when they went past the rabbi's house, they couldn't believe it. The light was on. And they said, something's wrong. If the light is on in the rabbi's house, that's, there's something going on. We've got to check it out. So they stopped the bus. And one person was designated to go out to see what, what's going on. Was everything okay? Maybe we can help him. Maybe something's the matter. So he goes to the rabbi's house. And it was the rabbi's study that was on. And they peered in through the window on the outside of the house to see what was going on. And they saw this rabbi with piles of sforim. And he's pouring over his writing notes and everything. They said, this is ridiculous. We want a rabbi that knows everything. We don't want a rabbi that's to stay up to 2.30 in the morning trying to figure things out. Okay? Akapani Rabbi Isai. The Gemara over here is not telling us loopholes. The Gemara is telling us that this. Those of you that know Chaspoir, it's the same idea with the three Tanoim as well. 
Basically like this. If the whole reason, as we explained, if Yishita's Rashi and Toysavis, is that either it looks like cooking, or Shami that only applies when the chashash is there. When, the, when there's a, a real chashash, it might happen. But if you take away the chashash, if we make a situation that there will be no chashash, number one, Shami number two, of Mechzika Babashal, it's muta. It's not pshat, it's a loophole. Pshat is the gzair of chazal, which is chazara, doesn't exist when you have these tonight. Aaron, are you with me? Good? Okay. So let's talk about the five conditions, and we'll talk about the nafkim retin ashkenazim and sfaradim be'izah Hashem. The five conditions go like this. These are very, very important conditions. Remember these for the rest of your life. Okay? Some of them are on a gear to bishul, and some of them on a gear to chazara, which is what we're discussing. You put them all together. Like I told you yesterday, I think I told you yesterday, you're not going to find, as far as I know, the, you know, the five conditions written down, simple in Shulchan Aruch. It tells you in the condition number one, two, three, four, five. It's put together from Simulation Yutches and Simulation Gimel over here, see base, which is Nogaya Awasugu, which is Chazor. Okay, Dovi, you with me? Five conditions. Condition number one is very, very simple. Again, we'll talk about the Nafkimit and Ashkenazim Misfalim. Condition number one is Daito Ilachs. That means you have to have Kavana, Tavdas, whatever that means, we'll get to, to put it back. Condition number two is Oidubiyadai. It has to still be in your hand. We will discuss and define what that means. That's condition number two. Condition number three, it has to be that means there has to be a blech. Okay, we've mostly discussed that. Condition number four has to be a cold token. Condition number five has to be hot. The last two conditions, fully cooked and hot, are conditions like Hilchus Bishel, right? Because obviously you can't put a soup back if it's cooled cool down. Either according to Svadim, it's cooled down 45, which means it's on the outside at this point, or according to Ashkenazim, it's cooled down to the level that nobody would serve it and drink it that way because it's really, really lukewarm. But uh, whatever it is, that's a Bishel Shaila. So in other words, the two last conditions, right, are you with me? The two last conditions, okay, are Bishel conditions. Hot and fully cooked on a gate to Bishel. The first three on a gate to Chazorah, which are number one, Das, to put it back. Number two, Oide Biyodoi. And number three, Gorfa Kotem, it means there's a Blech. When you have all these three conditions, you can do Chazorah. Right? Why? Because number one, it no longer looks like you're going to be cooking. And number two, there's no Chashashem Yechata. Let's go through them <coughs> one by one. And that is that. The first halacha is daito lachsa. That means to have kavana to put it back. Number one, the sfaradim, you don't need it. According to the sfaradim, there's no halacha. It's a rambam, rambam learning a gemara. It's a shine in the gemara. That's an answer. You tell me a rambam. Again, halacha and shulchanach and information and gemara see base. Paskins that sfaradim do not require daito lachsa. That means according to sfaradim, there's no problem to take it off and put it back on without any kavana whatsoever. That's good. According to Ashkenazim, you have to have kavana. You have to have kavana when you took it off that you are going to be replacing it, that you're going to be returning it to where it came from in that case. So Rekidega has a kash in the Be'alocha. Rav Shach has a whole shtickle on this in Avi Ezra Rambam. Rekidega has a kasha. Does that mean you have to have actual kavana to return it? Or is it sufficient just not to have intention not to return it? Hello? Is anybody with me? No. Again, early in the morning, is it the pshat that I have to have das? Here I go. Gartel is on. I'm going to return this. Is that what I need? Or is it the pshat that all I need is that I'm, I'm, I'm not going to not return it? In other words, in other words, is it a positive das that you have to have? 
or is it just like a default that I'm not going to do anything else with it? That's the Shaila. So the Maisa, Kirega wants to say, as long as you didn't have re- intention not to return it, then you can return it. It doesn't have to be that you have to have Kavona Lemaisa, which means that according to Rebekah if you take, well, it's fine, it's not okay, but according to Ashkenaz, when you take off the pot, as long as you didn't have Kavona, that I'm, oh, I'm never, to, I'm not, I'm not putting this back on. As long as you didn't have negative Das, then automatically you can put it back on. Now, I spoke to, um, a Gavaldik Yid, Rabbi Grossman, the Bala Machaba, Shaliz and Shuvas, the Rashtav Chakarta. So he told me, that he heard from Dain Fisher's that's like a Valdegazach. Listen to this. It's a Modikikula. And remember this when you get married. Dain Fisher held that all you need to do is once a year you get up and you say, Hireni Muchan I am ready. That every time I take a pot off the fire, I have Kavana to return it. You say it once a year, that's good enough. Once a year is good enough. Yeah, based on a Kiveiga, based on whatever. As I, as I, Diane Fisher, that's what he told me you heard from Diane Fisher, that once a year you get up and you say, that's it, always it's gonna be that way. What's that? Again? An Obiyos. Okay. Excellent. As I, as I, Diane Fisher, the Maisa, Paskin in that case over there. Now, Nafkamina will be like this. What happens if a person takes the children off the fire, and then he says, you know something, I wasn't intending on putting it back on. But I didn't think I needed it. All of a sudden, the kids are like, you know what, maybe if it's Shalashidis, I want to eat some chulent. Can you put it back on? Right? So the Shalashidis said, can you change your mind? Meaning, when you took off the chulent, your das was to leave it. No, I don't need it anymore. I don't need it. But then I changed my mind, and I decided, you know, actually, I do need it. So the Mishabura talks about this, and the Mishabura says, it's no problem. Mishabura says, if you change your mind, there's no problem. That's ki'ilu daito laksa. As long as obviously the other conditions are there, which we will discuss at this moment of time. Let's move on, Rabbi Say. Well, let's move on. Oidabiyadah. Condition number two. Condition number two is oidabiyadah. It means it has to still be a hand. According to the Svaradim, as long as it's not on the floor, Mamish, which we'll get to, there's no halacha that it has to be oidabiyadah. It's put down in the Ramah. Shulchanach doesn't bring it down. The reason because the Rambam, the Yushalmi, the Gemara, doesn't answer the Kasha, whatever. According to Svarim, you don't have to have it still in your hand. But according to Ashkenazim, you do. According to Ashkenazim, when you take something off the, uh, off the, this is why people don't know these things. People don't know when you take the children off the crock pot, or you take it off the hot plate, you want to scoop something out, because if you remember, we learned that Hilchus Bishel, there's a famous Shittisa Kolboy from the one that we showed him. The Kolboy says, the Kolboy says, that if you mix, if you take, if you scoop children out of the pot while it's Allah Aish, even if it's Mavusha called Sogoy, it's a Shaila Vachiv Chattas, and it's a Daraisa, as I stated in the Kolboy, one of the Rishonim, right? Based on the information on Gimel, uh, which means that according to that, to scoop it while it's on the fire, according to Kolboy, it's a Chashash Daraisa, even if it's fully cooked. So I want to take it off the fire, take the crock pot out, put it on the counter, scoop some out for the kids, put it back on. Right? What do you do? So according to the Ramah, according to Ashkenazim, it has to be Oidu Biyadoi. has to still be in your hand the whole time. And again, the idea is that when something is still in your hand the whole time and then you return it back to the fire, that doesn't look like a Misa official. That does not Mexican Mavashal. There's no Shami in that case because of the black, which we'll get to. Which means I've covered all problems of Rashi and Tosis and therefore there's no problem of doing Chazar Ruven. Are you with me? Clear? Excellent. Which means there's got to be a hand. So what does it mean in your hand? Give me the definition of in your hand. So they asked from Shammai Gross, the Heilige Belzadayin, in Sheva Tekarasi, he brings down the Shaila. What about if you're holding the lid? Is that good enough? I don't have to hold the pot, I hold the lid. Does that work, Aaron? What are you saying? Good enough. Azariah says, no. Look at his face. He's like, 
Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, I say yes. You say yes. Yeah. It's funny. It's on the <laughs> That's why you get the shoes. Anybody else? I say you have to know. Oh, Shimon says you have to know. That is true. You do have to know. That is true. If you know, you know. Right? That's how it goes. The mice, the bells are dying. Paskin dalach and the that it does not work. It's not good enough. Holding the lid is not called holding the pot because people hold the lid down. That doesn't show you're going to return the item. But if you hold the pot itself, that's good enough. So Moshe asks the kasha. He goes Moshe and chelit dalit, and he asks in seminayin dalit. Scott and vav, I think it is. Where Moshe says very clearly, where Moshe says, does it have to be? Again, it comes from a Rambam. It's a Stephen the Rambam perish mishnayis ganzazach. And where Moshe says, does it mean I have to hold the pot the whole time? So let's give an example. We'll use the safer. Um, let's say this is the pot. What does it mean, Odebiyode? Does that mean I have to hold the pot in the air the entire time and scoop it out? Or can it be resting on the counter at least to make it easier? So there's a very heavy pot. What do I do? So Moshe says that it could be totally resting on the pot. Now, Rebbe Yashub Lemaitza Paskand, as I Paskand, Rebbe Zilobach told me, that Ishver Rebbe Yashub held that it has to be chetzi on and chetzi off. It has to be on and like if it will fall, or let's say half, you know, sort of slanted on. So if you let go, it's going to fall. Like, in other words, your mum is holding it. Not the time you're holding onto it. You're holding it up. As I Paskand, Rebbe Yashub. Lemaitza Rebbe Moshe, and this is how I'm knowing as well, is it could be fully on the counter, that's fine. As long as you've got your hand on one of the handles or one of the side, it's okay. Even though the mice doesn't really need your hand, you're not holding it up, but you're still holding on to it. Cole's money holding on to it, that's ki'iru, like there's no hesachadah, so to speak, from taking it off. Therefore, when you put it back on, you're simply returning something. There's no mexican mavashal in that case over there, and that's why it's important over there. The exception over here would be if you put the pot on the floor. Right? This is Mufrusha Gemara. This is Agave Karaka. If you put it on the floor, by the way, whether nowadays Karaka has a din of Chazal's Karaka, because Chazal Karaka, when they put it, when the Gemara talks about putting on the Karaka, that's what they used to do. That was a Hesa Chadas that shows, I don't want to use this part anymore. I don't know how many people in our kitchens will put something on the floor, Almanas to leave it there. If you put it on the floor, maybe it's because you want to serve the chicken soup in the sukkah, and you don't want to chas like the Mishaburah says, to bring a pot of soup into the sukkah your mother don't want to do. So right before you enter the sukkah, you put it down on the floor, and you serve it that way. This way you're not bringing the pot into the actual sukkah itself. Right? But Avadi, your das is not to leave it over there. You want to put it back into the kitchen or something like that. Avadi, we're not going to be changing anything that Chazal told us. Chazal said that Gabi Karaka is called the Hesach Hadas. And therefore, if you put it on the Karaka, if you put it on the floor, that shows you have no Kavana whatsoever of ever returning it in that case. And therefore, my Mela, you do it, you put it on the floor, it's all over. Putting it on the fridge, in the fridge, according to most poiskim, even if it's boiling hot, even if it's Odebiyadi, even if it's like Jalaksa, according to most posts, can put it in the fridge is like putting it on the karaka. Because most people put a pot in the fridge, al manaf, I leave it over there. So therefore, if you put a pot of boiling hot soup or anything in the fridge, and then while you're holding on to it, you're like, hold on a minute, no, I want to use the Jalashidas. Let's put it back on the hot plate. Talacha would be that opashtus be asa, unless it's a tzayrik gadol. And the reason for that is because putting it in the fridge is ki'ilu, like Chazal's days of putting it on the karaka. Putting it on the, on the shayish, on the counter in your kitchen is already subject to a whole shayla. It's interesting how Rabbi Yashiv understood it to be Adin Tum of a Tyre, Mimela. So Rabbi Yashiv, you put on the counter, it's got in of the Karaka. 
which is interesting because it's nothing to do with that. It's to do with Hesach Nothing to do with whether or not Shmuchobal Akarka and Dini Tumah V'tayra V'chole V'chole. But Akoponim, many of the posts came hold with Moshe brings in Igus Moshe and Shlomo Zalman as well. And they said that Abad and Abad, a person should not place a pot on the counter and let go of it. But since our counters are used for serving, and it's a normal thing to put it on the counter, put it back on the hot plate, people do these things, then mainly you can't look at it as leaving it on the karaka. Mainly if you put it on the counter, don't. But if you did, and you were not holding on to it, we're talking about not holding on to it then, then Avada, you can still putting it, you can still put it in a back on the hot plate, providing that all the other conditions are there, then you'll be able to put it back, even though you let go of it on the counter, in that case. Giving it to somebody else, by the way, is considered Oida That means if I want to give the shun to somebody else, and let him continue holding on to it, that is considered to be Oida in that case. The last condition for today is of Gorofa Kotum, which means that the fire is covered, that means there's a black. So, so far we have three conditions. Number one, Daito Lachsi had Kavono when he took it off to put it back on. Number two, Oidabiyoda is still in your hand. Number three, there's a blech. And number four and number five are very simple, which is the Hilchus Bishel. That means it has to be hot. That means either it's a liquid that's hot to the shear of Yad Soledes boy, according to, uh, uh, Svadim, according to Ashkenazim, nice and warm. And it has to be Mavushin called Soikon to put it back. Mitzvah Shem tomorrow will continue with the next Shailas.